Hello and welcome to episode number 66 of The Scattershot. Uh, my name is Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. Hello, Colin. Hello, Alan. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, sir. <laughs> I have... Uh, what have I been doing? I've been. I've just been consuming content. Have you? Mostly. I've been playing retro games. Nice. I have been uh, running. Yes, with the aid of a lot. with men's running magazine, men's running, which I've just found <laughs> in your house. Which I'm quite quite concerned about. It, uh, do you want to see something really freaky? Check this out. Hang on, Good I'll just have my headphones off. It's like the Twilight Zone movie. Feel it. Yeah. It's, what is it? Oh no! It, it's, um, it may have. <laughs> it may have lost its. Spot. It may have lost some of its luster. When you get it, it's it's like rubbery. Oh right, okay. So that when you like, so put, that when you're running, you can keep it in your hand. No, no, perhaps. <laughs> no, no, so, so I guess so. When you put it in like your gym bag, it doesn't like absorb. Oh, stuff. I see. It's got like right. a like, protective cover on it. Why I don't see. they do this with porn? Yes, that's true. Rather than a, a, a magazine full of mainly because it's on the internet, man, you don't need don't need a paper paper porn. True. Most computers are uh, <laughs> are waterproof. Are waterproof. <laughs> yeah, or at least wiped clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can wipe them clean. Yeah, and and you wouldn't leave them by a railway siding for a child to find. Good God, no, <laughs> no. Oh, good some, old days. Some of my computers probably should be left in there. That, that, that uh, but anyway, nothing. I um I uh, cut my sideburns too short this week. Did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did that work out? Not good. Did you not do the finger trick? What's the finger trick? Where you, you do one and you put your hand, your finger on it, and then uh, you do the other and you put it so you look like bolt. You got bolts right, like Frankenstein, Frankenstein in the mirror. And then I you did, know, yeah, I didn't do that. Do you know where I got that tr- trick from? No. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Brilliant. What a great show. <laughs> where I got basically all of my grooming tips from that I still use from maybe 15 years ago. <laughs> so yeah, there's one thing to be said for late night Channel 4 television is that that's how I... Myself. <laughs> I said to Sally, I, I, I cut it, but uh, I went up and I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, and I never have short sideburns. It was quite long down to the bottom of my yeah. hair. And I've done it and I was like, Sally. So I went upstairs, she's in bed. She's, she's like looking at the kids and I, I said, Sally, Sally. She's like, what? Oh, if the kids are asleep, I've cut my sideburns too short. She's like, what are you talking about? I said, my sideburns are too short, aren't they? Anyway, so I turned a little light on my phone. She went, oh my God. She just burst out laughing. Kids woke up and everything. I was like, oh fuck. Like, like Ken Mattingly in the softball episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. You've not seen the softball episode? No, I don't think I have. No. Where uh, Mr. Burns gets the... Oh, the team. The, the, the yes, the team. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Mattingly, <laughs> cut the sideburns off. And he's got nothing. <laughs> you got them hippie. <laughs> no, I don't know. Do you know what? I think I know all the words to the song for that. <laughs> Go uh, on. We're talking softball. Remain the San Diego talk. I won't sing it all. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, so anyway, I've ruined my own hair. <laughs> what, what, that's left the, of it. One of the best lines in The Simpsons. Uh, uh, Will I be able to play softball tomorrow? <laughs> no, by tomorrow you'll barely be able to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, but yeah, I mean, it seems as though you, when you cut your sideburns, you went all the way over the top as well. I did, yeah, I went right across the middle part as well. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't mean to, uh, I don't no, mean no, to take them. It's fine, I'm bold. I do, it's it's, I do, it's my brother is really upset. It's, it's fine, it's just the sideburns is all I've got, and I've ruined them. They <laughs> <laughs> have to start shaving the hair on their teeth <laughs> after I'm leaving them, particularly heavy night. <laughs> oh, I just made myself feel. Um, so that's uh, that's what we've been doing. Yes, Colin yes. having shaving accidents, yeah. and I've been uh. Doing rubbish, running and looking at men running. <laughs> yeah, not only running, but looking, <laughs> looking at, at men, men running. 
but the, the circle is complete. There you go. It's the title. It's the title of a podcast. Looking at men running. <laughs> the title. The title's better than the two-word review thing. I think, oh, without a doubt. It's the a two-word review needs to be killed. I'm killing it slowly. If anyone's got another suggestion, what we can plug the gap for two-word review yeah. with. Please, yeah, do please, please do let us yeah, know. Please do let us know. Yeah, because I mean, we're, 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 we're out of running out of ideas. We're, ru- we're running. Out of <laughs> ideas. <laughs> we That's running. it. There's the title: running out of ideas. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Men's running out oh, of ideas. Oh dear, God, so good. This is scripted, Alan. I love it. I love it. It's brilliant. Uh, okay, so we've got a, a good, a really quite random show. I mean, we we, we covered some of the stuff last week. Uh, good show. Thank you all for joining in. Uh, last week, uh, this week we got some something new, something old, something weird, uh, and something horrible, and something horrible, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and some comics, yeah, lovely, oh, wicked, <laughs> yeah, there you go, we're going to cover, uh, and we're going to wrap up the show with a couple of questions and some housekeeping, lovely, perfect, new <laughs> old content business as usual. <laughs> Don't know what I'm doing that. Okay, so we're going to start off with a current release called Get Hard. Yeah, uh, which Colin has seen. Ah, uh, yeah, what's this day with the missus? Uh, it stars Will Ferrell and uh, Kevin Hart. Mm. Will Ferrell plays like a uh, he works for like a bank, like a banker, but he's like almost like a partner yeah. of this bank. He's like a millionaire. He's got a massive mansion, absolutely stunning wife. She's actually uh, I don't know if you watch Community, but she's one no. of the women in Community, and she's absolutely what's the stunning. Name? Uh, just bear with me one second, will you? Mm. It's Alison Brie. I know Alison Brie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's so beautiful. She's like, lovely. She's like yeah, she's one of my favourites. Anyway. Um, he, he plays this banker and he's, he's he's the top top boy at the bank mm. he's made millions of pounds and, and the, he's actually the, the woman he's marri- married marrying is uh, the boss's the boss's daughter yes <clears throat> anyway all of a sudden he gets arrested one day for fraud and uh, embezzlement mm. from this banking or company he's working for uh, and he decides to not take the uh, the the plea, which is a year in jail. He says, "No, no, no! I haven't done anything wrong here. Mm. This is completely falsified documents. I'm, I'm, I'm confident in the legal system in this country." <laughs> anyway, so he ends up in ten years in San Quentin prison, right? Ouch. And he's got thirty days to get his affairs in order mm. before he goes inside. Now, Kevin Hart plays his uh, car car washer. Now, right. Kevin Hart, he is a, a really well-to-do sort of black man living in a really rough ghetto area, and he, mm. all he wants to do is get thirty grand for a deposit for a house so he can get his daughter and his wife out of this horrible, horrible ghetto that he lives in. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he, it, 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 as, as they go to get his car washed, he sort of says to, it, it, well, it, it, "There's a misunderstanding," and uh, Will Will Ferrell thinks that uh, Kevin Hart's been to prison. Right. And Kevin Hart says, uh, he says, can you help me, train me, get me prepared for prison? Mm. So Kevin Hart says, 30 grand, I'll do it. He's like, yeah, fine, brilliant, 30 grand done. So he's like, what? Wicked, okay, cool. So he's like, so there's nothing about prison. He's never actually been to prison at yeah. all. Uh, and he has to train Will Ferrell. In his, uh, he lives in a massive mansion. I mean, there's a lovely scene where he goes, right, I'll be around tomorrow. And he like, knocks on the door and he's like, going, right, Kevin Hart, he steals the show, by the way, in this film. Yeah. He is incredible. And he's going, right, Ghetto man, you've got to be ghetto, ghetto. And like Will Smith, like Will Smith, Will Ferrell comes to the door and he just pepper sprays, <laughs> pepper sprays. Joe goes, you fucking bitch, like and all this. Anyway, so it's all that's all it is really. It's almost like a montage of him training him up, yeah. ready for things. And he, they turn his house into a prison. So one room's like his his little cell, yeah. And and there's one incredible scene where his tennis courts. Uh, changed into the uh, what would you be the outdoor area the yard, the yard that's yeah. it a prison yard right and he says because you can't fight 
you're going to have to learn to not be in anyone's way in the yard because if you do, you're, you're going to get hurt and stuff. Mm. At this point, Kevin Hart turns into three characters. One's called Leroy, he's like a really rough black fella. Mm. One called Carlos, a Mexican, and a gay girl called Darnell. Right? <laughs> and he's playing them all off. He's running around Will Ferrell doing all this all this uh, acting. And stuff. Honestly, mm. it's one of the funniest scenes in a film I've seen for years. And Kevin Hart just, it, it's so clever. It's yeah. just genius. Me and the missus were like, wow. He's very un- he's very underrated. Well, I've never seen him in a film before, but I, I, I looked on his uh, looked on his filmography on IMDb mm. and I'm going to watch uh, Think Like a Man. Yeah. It seems like it's got very good reviews on here. I've never seen any of his films, so that I'm definitely going to watch because mm. he was phenomenal. Have you ever seen him in his stand-up? No, I've heard his stand-up is excellent. It's all, it's all on Netflix, Netflix isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very, very is good. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was really impressed, really impressed with him. I mean, to steal a film off Will Ferrell yeah. is, is no main feat. I mean, that's that's pretty pretty impressive. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's that's the story. I can't really say much more than that, other, yeah. than, other than Will Ferrell's, like, just plays this man-child, as he always does yes. in every film. So innocent, doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, he's got to toughen up. He's, he's trying to go, got to do Mad Dog, got to do Mad Dog. And he's like, ah, and Kevin Hart's like, ah, ah, ah. Doing all this like Rottweiler shit, and yeah. then, then Will Ferrell tries to do it. He can't do it. And he goes, "Come on, come on! You've lost your wife. You know, think of a man fucking your wife. There's a man fucking your wife right now. He's like, can I just do sad dog? If I do sad dog, please don't rape me. I'm sad enough already." Uh, and he goes, on, "And it's brilliant. It's really rude, really yeah. rude. I mean, this is a this is a fifteen. I mean, the, the amount of fucks in it start. One thing, fuck, fuck." Fuck a tit, like, and all this. <laughs> Mary, Mary cock, the very, very dickmas saying a cock, and he goes on and on. I mean, the the, the uh, script in this is incredible. Yeah. Uh, just it, it, it's up there with twenty two and twenty one jumps to it. It's one of the best comedies I've seen in years. See, I, I find it really surprising you say this. There's, yeah. there's been a bit of a backlash in this in the general review. Yeah, I don't know how. I, I think it's because it, most reviewers have seen it. Like I mean, I haven't seen it, so I can't comment terrifically. And I think it's something we need to address: is the the the, the whole sort of it, it, thing is yeah. about him. It not, is him not being raped in yeah, prison. Not being, like, yeah. like his like massive fear of gay rape. Yeah, which whilst like you know, no one wants to see that in the game. Um, yeah, it, it, talking it, like John Motsu, <laughs> uh, it's it, it does seem like slightly overly homophobic. It is, it is a little bit distasteful when he when he sort of explains to Kevin Hart that he's going to San Quentin prison and and uh, Kevin Hart's like. Well, you're you're gonna get raped bad, and then he's yeah. like, "That's that's like a black man's balls on your ass," yeah. And then that's a tag, and this, <laughs> and that's that's the next man, and it goes yeah. on and on. You're like, "Oh, it's a, it does get a little bit like Big Stan." Yeah, uh, we were talking yeah, that's, about that's, earlier. That's the other thing. It does. It, that is ex- the exact plot of Big Stan. Obviously, it, Kevin yeah. Hart playing the David Carradine role. Yeah, yeah, this. yeah. Um, I mean, down to the point with the big house and the hot wife. Um, yeah. Which in Big Stan was played by uh, the girl from House, whose name escapes me. Um, what, the horror film with William Cat? No. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, lovely. I pulled that one. Yeah, yeah, you pulled that right Thank out of the, you. Right out of the house. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the Hugh Laurie thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I can, I can. There is definitely familiarities between the two. Although in Big Stan, half the film is in the prison. Mm. Uh, whereas this, there, there is no prison. There is, there is a plot against uh, Will Ferrell from within the company, but right. he's being set up. So, sort of the final third of the film is is him and Kevin Hart trying to 
you know, uh, get him exonerated from the crimes yeah. and such. So, which is which is okay. Obviously, whenever whenever we talk about comedy, it's a lot, the final third of a film of a comedy normally normally lets it lets the rest of the film down yeah. because the story has to take over from the comedy. Uh, in this though, it does it is still really funny okay. all the way through to the end. And Will Ferrell at his best, Kevin mm. Hart stealing the show I, yeah. ju- I just loved it the script's top notch and it's directed by a bloke called uh, well I thought it was Ethan Cohen right and I was like Etten wow Cohen. Etten Cohen yeah yeah, yeah. yeah Sally pointed it out to me yeah. yeah I was like Ethan Cohen but Etten Cohen he's had to change his name because he was originally Ethan Cohen as well yeah yeah, he, he yeah. Was, but he's not he's not he's Ethan. not Ethan Cohen yeah. have, you, have, you seen Cohen. His, have you seen his filmography though um, Sally was talking about his filmography because she was looking at it um, let's have a look now Tropic oh. Thunder Men in Black Madagascar 2 yeah, go on. More. Is there more? What am I doing, writer or director? Writer. Okay, I'm looking right now. My wife is retarded in uh, 2007. Oh, there we go. American Dad, King of the Hill. There you go. There you go. So he's got he's a Beavis and Butthead as well. Yeah. So you know he's got it, form. He's he's got good form. Yeah. So if you if you like like King of the Hill, American Dad, that kind of thing, you know the kind of humour that you're going to get in this film because yeah. he part wrote it with Adam McKay. Okay. As yeah. well, he's you know it's, yeah. uh, it's, Will Ferrell's best mate. It's like a massive circle jerk all that that lot, isn't it? Yeah. This, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And it, it, by what you say, and I think this did good numbers at the box office. Um, right. It, like he's he's now well in that loop. So I think oh, we can, I, I think yeah. we can expect more from. Did he, he directed this? Well. He directed it, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I think we can expect more from him uh, on that front. Uh, cool, so what would you give it, Colin? I, I've, I laughed a lot. Yeah. A lot. Mate, it's a comedy. It's I mean, a comedy, that's what it's meant to yeah. do. And me and the missus were crying with laughter at some bits cool. in this. Uh, I'm going to give it a nine. Okay. I really thought it was up there. One yeah. of the funniest comedy I've seen for a long while. All because of Kevin Hart, really. Right. Do you think it would hold up to repeat viewings? <clears throat> Well, I've watched it twice. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that answers my question, yeah. I think. Yeah. I watched it twice, and watching it with someone else is even better. I watched it on my own. They yeah. say, so I wanted to watch that. Okay, we'll see then, watch it again. Yeah. And, and it was, it, it, watching it with someone is even more rewarding. Yeah. yeah you you yeah. can see that. You I know. always think yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Loved it. Cool. Sally Sally thought it was better than 21 and 22 Jump Street. Really? Yeah. We haven't seen 22 Jump Street way through. Have yet. you not? Okay. okay. How are you finding it so far? Um, Synaviad. <laughs> Oh, okay, right. So silent after fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's on, it's on um, Netflix now. So it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gonna, gonna You've got to get it. on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what would your two-word review be? Uh, my two-word review for this one would be uh, "fuck it." Fuck tit. Right. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say. I thought. I thought yeah. That's. Uh, you said it sounded like you liked it. <laughs> okay. Cool. So that's uh, "get hard." Mm. Available now at uh, the cinema. Yes, just the cinema. Yeah, just if you'd be lucky to find it at the cinema now, but uh, yeah. yeah, it'll be soon. It'll be general, general release on DVD. Cool. Uh, <laughs> you can find a DVD. Now yeah. Now. Uh, yes, uh, we are soon to be uh, sponsored by Netflix. Uh, not by Netflix. Ooh, no. Not by, but by Amazon. Uh, that's in the, the office. The, the enemy, in fact. Yeah. The actual enemy. Yeah. Oh, mate. It, the it, kingpin it, to the daredevil, if you'd like. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Colin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> probably, probably the uh, the antithesis of your, your Sainsbury's and your Tesco. You'll, you'll be able to get it on general release very soon from a very good retailer, someone such as Amazon.co.uk. Uh, so let's uh, get hard. Check it out now. Trust in one another right from the start.
Okay. Um, we're going to talk about a film now. Yes. And I'm going to spoil this straight from the off. Okay. It's fucking awful. Um, <laughs> this, film, this film is called Parallels. Yeah. Now, let me let me paint a picture. Uh, uh, a Can mind, we do the podcast first? Uh, <laughs> a mind movie, if you will, Colin. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, um, I was looking through Netflix. Yeah. As I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I saw a poster there on you know because they always yeah, show the posters. Picture, it's yeah. a parallels and it's like a big building. And the synopsis is a mysterious building is the gateway to infinite parallel earths. Sounds good. Four stars. Four stars. Okay. I'm like, all right. I'll give this shit a go. Do you not? Do you not do your homework from there then? Because I, I would I would go straight to IMDb, use reviews after that. I did. That's exactly what I did. Oh, okay. I, went, I, I never look at. I never read them because they're bullshit. But I always look at the star <laughs> stars, rate, yeah. and it's got six point eight out of ten. Right. Okay. okay. I looked at the cast. That's um, higher. Six point eight is a good score. It's pretty good, man. Yeah, it's pretty, it's a good it's, score. Just shy of a seven. Yep. It's, it's nice. Yep. Um, I looked at the cast, and it's. Uh, let me know if you've heard of any of these people. Mm-hmm. Mark Hapka. No. Jessica Roth. No, no Tim Roth. Uh, Eric Jungman. I know Eric Roberts. Uh, Constance Wu. I know John Wu. Uh, Yorgo Constantine. I know John Constantine. Constantine. <laughs> uh, Michael Monks. You'll know him. You recognise him. I know Gary Monk. He's the manager of Swansea. <laughs> you know Harry Monk. He's all over your phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> and a host of other people you've never heard of. Yeah. Um, it's got like a, a, a young cast. And it had people that I'd, I was like, I don't know any of these people. And I was thinking, oh, what if this is... A little gem. What if this is a little gem? Yeah, what, yeah. What if, what if this is a little primer? Oh. I was in a parallel earth. Here like, we go. No, they fucked it. Shit house. <laughs> it's honestly, mate. It is, it is. What, what, what's the story? Basically, it, there is a building yeah. that... Um, <clears throat> let me start from the start. I'm mm-hmm. going to ruin all of this. Um, there's this, this guy played by uh, Mark Kapka. Yep. Who plays a, a man called Ronan Carver? Okay, uh, a name exponentially more badass than, <laughs> than he's, he is. His persona would suggest. <laughs> um, who, who goes home? You right. see him like going up to his home, going, "Where's my dad? Where's my?" Must say, all the acts in this awful. <laughs> yeah, and then his sister rocks up. This pretty bird, uh, as played by Jessica Roth, who plays uh, Beatrix uh, Carver. Right. Um, and they always pronounce it Beatrix, oh, not God. Beatrix. Yeah, Beatrix. <laughs> um, and they're like, "Where's your, where's our dad gone?" And you go, "I don't know. I don't know where my dad is." Like, uh, <laughs> where, where do you think he might be? I don't know. That was the conversation. Oh, it goes for about God. five minutes. Then uh, Eric Jungman comes up, called Harold. Knows no last name, like Madonna. Um, well, if it, you're gonna have one name, might as well be Harold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're gonna be shit, just be proper shit. shit. Uh, and he runs over, and clearly he's got he like fancies the bird, so he comes, he's like, "Hey, how you do, how you doing, Beatrix?" Oh, uh, and he's like, "Oh, and here's your brother, and his brother's being a dick to him, so that." And um, I said, "Oh, so why are you here?" And he goes, "Oh, I got a, a voicemail from Dad saying we need to be at this building at this time." And I go, "Okay, so they uh, should we go there? Yeah, no, let's go there." So they go to this building. This um, literally, this is how this film. I was like, I'm not missing anything. <laughs> they go to this building, and it's like. Looks all right from the outside, but it's just derelict inside. Yeah, there's nothing going on there. Yeah, and um, they go in there and they're waiting around, going. So what are we waiting for? And Harold's there, going. Oh, so uh, so what are you doing now? Like trying to chat with the birds, I think. And then suddenly it all starts shaking. The lights start flashing. Going. Oh, what's going on? And then they go out of the building, and the whole of like I think it is New York is just pulverized. Right. There's nothing there. Does it look good? It looks all right. Okay. It looks okay. Okay. It's clearly a matte painting, but now you can do fucking fantastic things yeah. with a laptop. Yeah. So it looked it looks all right. Okay. 
Um, and what happened? What, what what's basically happened is the uh, building is a is a, like it's, it's jumping between um, parallel universes. Right. Not a bad premise in itself. Yep. Not bad. You Sounds know, it, okay. It could be it could be anything. You know, yeah, at yeah. the end of the day, it, it could be a building, it could be a car, it could be a fucking cardboard box. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. So they 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 walk out and they realize hey, this isn't our Earth. This isn't our world. And one cool thing about this actually, in the building, there's loads of graffiti. Right. About people saying like uh, like Earth number two nine three. Really horrible. Don't go there. Right. Uh, like uh, Earth five hundred. Only populated by twins. Right. Okay. And like little things like that, which which gave me a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of those gave me a little tingle in the back. Like, oh, that that's that's a, that's a much that's a much better fucking film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's um, that film? <laughs> and which and it, it basically at that point reminded me of Sliders, that like nineties show about the parallel universe. Yeah, I never it's saw it. Touch yeah. that. It's like a tween version of Quantum Leap almost. Okay. Um. And the whole point of this is that this building jumps between universes, like parallel universes, where it could be. Pretty much the same as your Earth, yeah. Except that everyone's know, got two heads. Except everyone's got two, or or that I don't know that uh, number twenty Marble Road doesn't exist. Yeah, everything else is the same. Or Spurs win the league. Or Spurs win the league. Well, so <laughs> time traveling. <laughs> yeah, time yeah, traveling. Time traveling. Yeah. Not not existing. Time traveling. Um, <laughs> or Formula One doesn't exist. That's the world I don't want to live in. <clears throat> now, uh, the whole problem with this film, well, one of the many problems is of this film is that. It's very poorly acted. Right. The script is fucking awful, and it's such a waste of a fairly okay premise. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. this could have been if it was pared down and done a lot, a lot smaller in scope. Could have been fucking wicked. But they basically go to two different parallel universes. They right. go to one, which is just a CG wasteland. Yeah. Yeah. Not done very well. Yeah. And another one, which is like a futuristic one, but. Not really. It's the same, but it's just got better technology. Okay. So your phone is just a bit of glass. Right. And, like, there's, you know, like, Back to the Future 2 style, like, uh, ticker tape things going around buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, no one does. <laughs> like, ticker tape things were in the 80s. Yeah, That's yeah. That's why they had them in Back to the Future 2, because that was considered the future. This yeah. is 2015. Doesn't, it's not, doesn't it doesn't exist. No, no, one, <laughs> no one has that. The only, yeah. t- the only place you see that is on a railway platform. Yeah. And even they don't scroll. Or on the bottom of Sky News. Yeah, or on the bottom of Sky Sports News, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I thought there might be something good to pull from this. I a thought, nice like, premise. A nice premise. And I thought, do you know what? This It might it might be a nice little single film that wraps up nicely. Um but there's a character that comes in about a third of the way through the film. Once they realise they've jumped somewhere to a parallel universe, um, this like Chinesey girl comes out of uh, nowhere in this building, who's like been doing it for ages. I say, "Oh, this is," and she's like Captain Exposition. She basically goes, "Oh, well, you know, uh, we jump between parallel universes, but you got to get back in like 19 hours or, or whatever it is. Otherwise, you get left in this universe. You got to get back to the right. building. Then it jumps again." Okay. Uh, and she basically just explains the rules and hang around. She's fucking hot as shit as well. Yeah. She's lovely, um, but there's there's absolutely no reason for this film to exist. <laughs> but for one reason that really put my teeth on edge, it doesn't end. Oh, right. it's, this film doesn't end. At the, right at the end, it sets up a load of other things. Yeah, that would um, that you'd want resolution to. So yeah. instead of giving resolution, it gives you more questions. But not in such a way of like, like oh, is there an ambiguity? It's, it's like, oh, by the way, we're making the sequel next week. But no, they're not. No, no, we're not. No. They made it so that 
they could make a sequel. So hoping, hoping to, it was going to be a big film, hoping that it would kickstart kick yeah. some kind of cube kind of. Well, even Cube ended, man. Yeah, that's true. It, yeah. it's, it's almost like a like a Hunger Games that they just chopped in the middle, but right. never bothered making the second one. Oh, and I, it literally was a waste of my time. <laughs> and I say, and I give this review. Uh, for two reasons. Firstly, because I think everyone should watch it so they can hate on it as much as I do, so that these things don't get made again. Yeah. Right. Because it is. Uh, your phone just beeped. Uh, yeah, so uh, j- so yeah. that these things don't get made again. You know, so so people just say, well, you know, let's not do this because people yeah. aren't going to watch it. It's like we're not going to get a second one. If they wrapped up the storylines, I might find something to to say. Yeah, give it a go. Like legitimately, yeah, yeah. But now it's just a case of like, watch this film because it's so fucking bad. <laughs> it, oh, <clears throat> I, I can't. You can't hate it enough. And yeah, I, I just think it, it's such a cynical piece of. Yeah, fi- I, I'm, I'm loath to call it filmmaking. Blimey, <laughs> be- because it's almost it's it's an advert for something that doesn't exist. Right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is sounds it, dreadful. It sounds awful. Uh, so is, it, is there money spent on it? Is it cheap? It's difficult to tell, Cole. It really is because you know you can make thing anything look good now. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. I'd, if I was to guess at a budget, I'd say maybe four mil. Okay, okay, maybe it's feature length. Yeah, they they made Nightwatch for four mil. Did they? Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's food for thought, there, man. Yeah. Show just shows you can do. Yeah. Made clerks for twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But then that doesn't feature an alternate parallel universe. Oh. Um, or a hot Chinese girl. <laughs> so yeah, I mean parallels. I mean, what would I give it? I'm 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 hard pressed to give it anything above a three. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the lowest we've had. Is, is a it three? Yeah. Okay. The only God forgives was a three. Was it? Yes. Okay. I, I haven't seen that, but I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Um. But with the, wow. caveat, the, with the caveat that if you have got time and you want to get angry about something, <laughs> yeah, give it a go. Don't watch thing. it all. Don't watch it all. Don't watch it all. Just watch some of it. Right. And you know you could you could easily watch five minutes, skip fifteen minutes. Yeah. Watch five minutes, skip fifteen minutes. So you could basically get through the film in twenty minutes. Nice. That's what I'm telling you. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm going to bother. No, don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't recommend you do. But no. um, yeah, Parallels is available on Netflix. Highly unrecommended. Um, <laughs> it's just a bag of dirt. It really, just a bag of dirt. <laughs> it's just a bag of dirt. Um, well, that's your two where we dirt bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, death, please. <laughs> okay. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. jokes on me, Robina. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a real real fucking waste of time. Brilliant. Um, so, Parallels available now on Netflix and DVD. Don't get it, but if you're bored and you want to have a rant with me, <laughs> absolutely watch it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I go through you know like blockbuster it's not even blockbuster anymore but you know when you just go through sort of latest releases of, of just random films because you, you only hear about sort of blockbusters and stuff mm. uh, but if you go on to like new releases or new DVD releases you yeah. can just go through a list of you know hundreds of weird bizarre yeah, yeah. films that have been made 
Anyway, and as I'm going through this list, there was like pictures of the of the front cover. And there was a film on there with one of the most disgusting front covers I've ever seen. Right. And it was like a, a man sort of like in a skull moss, just caked in blood. Yeah. And it was called Headless. I was like, all right, Headless, what the fuck is that? So I went straight onto IMDb. Yeah. Looked at it, and it it was a film within a film. Now, the film within a film was a film called Found. Okay. And it was it's the story of a, a young boy whose brother is a serial killer. Mm. Um, and, and the opening of this film, he's, and it's based in the 80s, mm-hmm. uh, and the opening line of this film is, I first, I, when I knew my brother was a serial killer when I first found the head in his bowling bag. Right. So straight away... I'm, not a catchy tag, not a catchy tag line. Not a catchy tag line, but one that caught my eye. <laughs> right I was like, right, I'm in. You're a fan of bowling, really. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan of bowling. Yeah. So so I've, uh, this film is, like I said, it's a story of this, this young kid living in the 80s in, in a downtrodden area whose who's, who's elder brother is a serial killer. And what he does is he chops heads off of people, mainly black prostitutes, mm-hmm. uh, and fucks their skulls. Okay. Right, but you don't really see. It's all from the all from the young son's point of view. Anyway, like I said, it's all based in the eighties. So it goes pretty dark. It is pretty dark. It's oh, it's it's really dark. This is a proper independent dark horror, Mm. Uh, a specialist horror, if if you if you like. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and he's he's a bit of he's they his parents think he's a bit wrong because he loves graphic novels, he loves drawing, loads of gory stuff and mm. that, and they think he's going to grow up to be to be like a a, a wrong and like, a bit like his brother, but they don't know his brother's a serial killer. Yeah, uh, he gets sort of bullied at school because everyone think everyone keeps calling him a faggot and stuff. Mm. And he's only got one friend. Anyway, but he's obsessed. You've only got one friend. <laughs> but he when he finds this head in 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 his in his brother's bowling ball bag, he keeps going back every every. Every now and again, mm. with a pair of uh, washing up gloves, just to see the head, and he, he will take the head out and have a look at it, and just sort of keep it to himself and think, "Fuck me, this yeah. is like quite scary." But I kind of, you know, fascinated, fascinated yeah, yeah. by it. So he's not sure what to do, and he's, he loves horror films as well. He's absolutely obsessed with horror films, mm. like, and he gets bullied at school, so he gets a day off school, so he goes to a video shop, which is just seeing a video shop in a film, basically, oh, man. where well, all he's going to do is is, is buy is, is rent horror films, which yeah. is wicked. And in this horror collection, he sees this film Headless. So he's picking all these, these ones called Death Tunnel and, and everything. So he picks up this Headless, takes to the counter, uh, and the bloke opens, and he looks like a proper, proper like comic book geek, yeah. you know, VHS worker. Opens the box, said, if the video's not in, it's been stolen, mate, you can't have it. Mm. So he goes back home and he's like to his brother, oh, can I look through your DVDs now? And then, he, then his brother starts talking, he goes, oh, you should watch Nightbreed and Hellraiser and all this. So yeah. he starts talking about, and on his on his wall, in his, in the, or in the, on the wall, he's got posters of things like Street Trash, It Melts, and things that yeah. I used to watch when I was a kid. Does that seem a little bit knowing within the context of the film? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a complete homage to like 80s horror and, sit, you know, yeah. that, that, that sort of grindhouse horror style mm. that was going on in, in the 80s. Anyway, he's going through his, 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 uh, his brother's collection and he, and he finds this headless that, that his, his brother's stolen from the shop. And him and his mate watch it one night. And it's like a 70s grindhouse horror where this, this killer chops heads off, fucks them. Yeah, uh, and you see clips of it, and it's it looked horrendous to the point where I thought I'm not actually going to watch this film headless after I've seen this film found. But the film itself found is it was it was really dark, 
really moody and the brother you know is going to do something really bad. I mean, yeah. not that he's doing anything bad, but <laughs> I mean, he hates his mum and dad. Yeah. And and it, it got to a point where you're like, this is like we need to talk about Kevin. Right. That kind of, it, But it was intelligently done. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's not that great. It is quite graphic. It's a proper knowing horror, like you said. It's very knowing mm. of, of where it wants to go. Um, it's It puts you on edge. You're on edge the whole way through the yeah. film. Um, it's a serious film. And it has possibly one of the most disturbing images at the end of a film I've seen ever that will stay with me for a long while. Is it a picture of Louis Spence? <laughs> Not that disturbing. <laughs> no. But uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a, it was a, it was a little gem. It's a little horror gem. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how many of listeners like like my horror reviews. I don't know. We don't get much feedback, do we, on our horror? Reviews? No. So I don't know if we've got any horror fans out there. I think we have. Well, I hope. I hope we have because I, I, I do want to talk about them quite a lot. I, I wonder whether they're a silent majority. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I hope I, they are. I, I certainly enjoy the the recommendations. Yeah. I think the majority of the things that you recommend, I, I do watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what you know, I think my proclivities towards like gore and stuff are, yeah. are fine as long as it's not like unnecessary well there's like I said there's not that much gore in this but what, psychological I but, love. It, but it's it's very psychological very psychological yeah. uh you know i i i did i it was a, it's a perfect companion piece so we need to talk about kevin which is as real as horror yeah. can get yes in my opinion yeah, yeah, yeah. um so if if you like your horror and and especially if you're an eighties horror fan like me and love mm. going to VHS store and getting your horrors and all the rest of it, that like, sold it for me. As soon as you said that, like, yeah, so yeah. goes to a VHS store and yeah, you know, like, and you got all them horror the covers and they're picking up all the covers yeah. and that. And I think oh, I remember being that mm. age, yeah. going over to uh, you want a film shop, yeah, the big box, you want a big box with latex on it, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's got all that in there, and you're like, oh, and it's such a throwback. It's so nice to see a film like that, yeah, loving. Made. The 80s. It's set in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really well filmed, really well acted. Mm. Um, it's very disturbing. Um, I won't watch Headless. Okay, I won't watch that. So they actually made they the film. actually made the film on the back of this. Okay, yeah. But seeing the clips of the and it's a proper grindhouse seventies, you know, late seventies horror. Yeah. Seeing seeing the clips of it, I'm like, oh, I don't think I, I don't think I can put up with that. It, yeah. It looks very deranged. Yes, which I've heard looking at the reviews on IMDb, it is deranged. So I might give that a miss. But found is definitely, definitely worth a look. Excellent. It's a, it's a little horror gem. Quality. Yeah. Uh, what would you give it? I'll give it an eight out of ten. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two review. Uh, head fuck. Nice. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it does work. Word review. It it's does work. work. It's it works. No, we don't want any suggestions for anyone. Alternatives. It's perfectly fine. Don't bother. Um, no, but please do send us some alternatives. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, so that's that's found. Uh, yeah. Where might one find it? Well, I watched it on, uh, on DVD. I, I actually bought it on yeah. DVD from Amazon. Um, so yeah, you can get, find it there. Um, I don't know. I suppose maybe on YouTube. Even I don't know if you maybe YouTube, maybe I don't know. I mean, it's t- 2012, so it's not uh, that yeah. old. I mean, um, for something that seems fairly small and yeah. of that of that vintage. Um, yeah, maybe it's on YouTube. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, if if it's that good, let's chuck the chuck the people some money. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can probably pick up for a couple. Oh yeah, of I mean, this is these are the kind of people you want to be giving their money to, rather Fantas- than Fantas- rather than your Avengers lot. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So that's found available now. Uh, go find it. I found it. Well, I'm finding it harder to be a gentleman every day. All the manners that I've been taught are slowly died away. But if I had the dog open for you, it wouldn't make your day.
I'm very quickly going to cover a couple of comics. Yep. Uh, we're going to. I know we talk about uh, spoke about Daredevil yep. last week. I have uh, read all of the uh, Brian Michael Bendis run of Daredevil, okay. which was from a, a couple of years ago, uh, and also read in parallel to that or reread, should I say, Alias, yep. uh, which is the Jessica Jones um, run of books, also by Bendis, um, and he also did uh, something else at the same time. He's basically writing three, at least three comics at the yeah. same time, all set in the same universe with okay. like interlocking stories. Cool. Fantastic, and I, and as I said, uh, this is probably what the the next uh, run of mm. Netflix Marvel stuff is going to be based on. But the uh, the run of Daredevil is basically where uh, the story of Daredevil getting outed. Yeah, where okay. some, someone someone basically says, "Oh, to, leaks to the press." Daredevil. Matt Murdock. Daredevil <laughs> is Matt Murdock, and it's him sort of fighting that. God. Uh, in in some way, shape, or form, um, and it's fantastic. How does that go for him? Um, well, w- without spoiling it, yeah, it, it, he assaults it from the legal point of view. So there's right. loads of like Matt Murdock as the lawyer, oh, okay. and obviously when he's having like potentially having conversation and stuff, he's got his daredevil shit going on, right? Uh, so he's got a little edge, but he's still just you know it's the the brilliant lawyer yeah. part of it, which I love. Yeah, yeah, because that sounds wicked. It puts the puts the fighty side of Daredevil on the back burner. Yeah. Um, and every time that he has to like do some fighty shit, he's, he's never in like Daredevil costume. He's like right. doing something, trying to like protect someone or do something or other. Um, Foggy in this? Yeah, Foggy's in it. All okay. right, yeah. And he's okay. brilliant. He's okay. wicked. He's cool. absolutely wicked. And Foggy's wicked in the TV show. Well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It does get better. Okay. okay. Um, it's a it's a superb run of comics, and you can pick up the three vol. It was there's three massive massive volumes right. of this, uh, and they're they're well worth getting. Uh, yeah. they're, they're, I mean, I think the first one's four hundred pages, the second one's maybe six hundred, the second the third one's maybe another four hundred. Um, but it's just so worth it. They're so expertly written. The artwork is beautiful, um, like really clean. It's uh, by Alex Malieve. Uh, and him and Bendis did the entire run together, except for the very, very start of this, yeah. which was done by uh, the name escapes me, but it's very airbrushy, very sort of almost nebulous. The way that it's like it's, the, it looked like the Sandman. I don't know if you've seen the the it, artwork of the Sandman. Hey, I'm, I've I've just finished the Sandman. Okay, just finished it. Right, uh, which. I'm not going to review okay. at some point because it's never going to finish. Um, right. Uh, but it's the same kind of artwork, isn't it? Is that, is it's not exactly the same. No. The artwork does change in the same way, but it's it's airbrushed. Yeah. It's very airbrushy and just sort of a, a bit all over the all over the yeah, gaff yeah. sort of thing. But that only that only runs for like maybe maybe 20 pages. Oh, okay, maybe cool. 20 pages of 400. Right. And then it goes to Malieve's just... Hey, I hit my microphone. Wouldn't be the same if you didn't do it. <laughs> no, exactly. That, that, we should replace the two hundred <laughs> review of me smashing the shit out of my microphone. Um, uh, Malieve's just sensational artwork. Yeah, uh, and it, it, it's it's as good as anything you'll see. Um, so I read that, and I thoroughly recommend it. If you if I was going to give you a score, because this is just a real like little stub yeah. review, um, I'd say I'd say it's a nine. Wow, for the, for the lot, it's so good, okay. and it is. It's such a small story told. With really great detail, yeah, yeah. Which is exactly, it's almost like um, imagine like the wire, right? It's it's almost like the wire of of a comic Marvel's book. version of the wire, yeah, of a comic book story. We just you know you know like one series of the wire featured like one little storyline, yeah, it was yeah. The, the Steve Adores or the the school system, it's that. Yeah. So you've got the story of Matt Murdock being outed. Sweet, and sounds wicked. In just minute detail, and it's phenomenal. Well, I can't it's really wait. Good. I can't wait to read this. Um, and I, I'm gonna because you give me it. Yeah, I just gave it to you. Yeah. And off the back of that, I read Alias, uh, which is a <coughs> Jessica Jones story. Yeah. 
Um, and that runs parallel to this. So she's dipping in and out of the story. Of, and oh, she's okay. in the Daredevil one as well. So you see, like... Is she from Hell's Kitchen as well? Then is is that is it in the same is it in the same area? She's in New York. Right, I, I, okay. I'm unsure whether okay. she's in Hell's Kitchen at all. Right, uh, but she she works for um, she does a bit of work for Matt Murdock. Oh, okay, because he represents her in a little case, um, and then he she does some work for him as like a thank you sort of right. thing, some body, okay. bodyguarding. Um, but that is just—it's hilarious. It's—it's um, got—it's great story. Completely female uh, centric, driven, yeah, yeah, and driven, uh, and that—and you don't see that very often, especially from no, a, no, from, a, from a more like human perspective, yeah. Because uh, a lot of this is like, oh, you know, I, I'm I'm Miss Marvel, I'm you know, I'm Carol Danvers, I'm just gonna go and you know, if this doesn't work, I'm gonna smash it, yeah, yeah, sort of thing. Like, who cares? Or yeah. like, or straight Jean Grey, and it's got fantastic powers, basically. Um, Jessica Jones is just like really strong and she can kind of fly. Right, okay. And she's hard as Yeah, I don't know anything about her. But but she's just a a normal normal bird. Okay. Like she's quite fit, but like she's just a normal normal bird. Just a normal flying bird. Yeah. Who's quite fit. Drinks a lot, swears a lot, smokes. He's just a a normal bird trying to get on with her life. (laughs) And everyone's just like, you were a superhero, weren't you? Yeah, I don't do that anymore. (laughs) So they, and it's funny, it's really human. Um, it's very emotional in places like f- for her um, I, and I can't recommend that enough Wicked I can't wait to again, read that again Brian Michael Bendis yeah. just on top of his game um, so yeah if, if anyone's got an interest in that sort of thing as it's going around at the moment like from Netflix pick up those books man yeah lovely uh, you, yeah. Can, you can pick them all up in big big volumes don't yeah. buy the floppies um, so you can buy four books and just be that will do they you. are definitely all on Amazon work, oh, yeah, oh, 100%, 100%. 100% and you can uh, that will do you for that will do you for a month lovely lovely you've just, you just got an expertly told story you can have a whole detail. month of Daredevil in writing and on the screen oh nothing, imagine that nothing better no. nothing better so that that's what I'm saying uh, Alias I'd, I'd give a nine as well okay cool uh, and there's there's some of it that I haven't read yet as well uh, towards the end of the story so I'm, I'm going to just jump straight on that after I finished um, Superb. Tour of Alias would be Lovely Bird. Okay. <laughs> okay. Brilliant. It's got meaning if you uh, Yeah, if, if you read it. Yeah. So you should read it and get the meaning. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, Daredevil and Alias. Do nice. It. Okay, I'm going to talk about a TV show now that's just actually finished on the BBC called Inside Number Nine. Okay. Uh, it's Series Two. But it doesn't matter what series it is because Inside Number Nine, it's written by uh, Ree Shearsmith and uh, Steve Pemberton. Yeah. Uh, two of the members of the League of Gentlemen mm-hmm. who have gone off their own. The first one they done Psychoville, which is another fantastic series if no one's seen it. And then they write these uh, Inside Number Nine. Now they're they're single episodes. They don't run concurrent. They're just little half hour, thirty minute stories, completely individual from each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's six episodes in each series. Like I said, it's just finished. So if this podcast will be going out what Monday or Tuesday? Monday. Monday. Uh, so I'm assuming there'll be three episodes on mm-hmm. uh, BBC iPlayer. So, yes. you, uh, and like I say, you, you can watch whatever ones you want. Like I said, they're completely individual. Yeah, um, it's really fun. They can be really funny. What's or, the what's the general theme? The general theme is the, is the number nine. Right. Uh, like uh, the first episode of series two is in a in a train uh, carriage number nine, mm-hmm. and like an overnight train to Germany. It's a comedy one. Uh, cut the geese is trying to get some sleep and like you know all these British people keep coming all these like odd balls keep coming in waking them up because they're sleeping in, in, in compartments it's like yes. two beds and another two beds and another two beds so, so yeah bunk bed so they, they, that, there's, it's really funny that's a really funny episode then you've got a, a lovely episode called The 12 Days of Christine which is about <clears throat> 
a woman who brings a bloke back from a, a New Year's Eve party to have sex with, uh, and they sort of get married. But it all gets fucked. The whole thing just go. It gets really fucking moody and weird. And mm. but it's, until the final bit of the, the that episode, you don't really know what's going on. By the end, you're like, wow, that's genius. It's so so cleverly written and, and directed by the pair of them. So well acted. Uh, and then you've got the trial of Elizabeth Gadge, which is um, uh, a witch hunt in the, in you know in the sort of fifteen uh, hundreds or whenever those witch hunts were going on yeah. about two witch finder generals. One of them, uh, Steve Pemberton, just knows the whole thing's a charade, and and Reece Shearsmith just wants to kill women, and he just pretends that everyone's a witch kind of thing. Yeah. that's got you know that's got some horror elements to it as well. Uh, you've got Cold Comfort, which is a uh, uh, an episode about uh, not like Samaritan's ball. So mm-hmm. the Samaritan ball that he's on is number nine. Uh, right. So it's all based around number nine. That's all it is. It's just different stories every single week. So but, arbitrarily linked by the number nine. But just by yeah. the number nine. Uh, Nana's party, which is my favourite of the whole series, is uh, it's just like a kitchen sink drama going on. But it, it, they Shearsmith, uh, sorry, Steve Pemberton plays uh, this husband who's who's hosting his Nana's party, and he's sick of his brother-in-law. Who's who's a practical joker. Mm. So he decides to cut a hole in the table uh, put and put his head in the table and put a cake over the table to scare his, scare his brother-in-law because his brother-in-law does stupid little pranks like putting uh, cling film over the fucking toilet yeah, seat. Yeah. Uh, puts that black, the soap that makes your face go black and shit like that. Yeah. Ice cubes with spiders in and stuff. He's an absolute cock. That <laughs> has to be, it's, that's 30 minutes of some of the best written TV I've seen in years. It's yeah. just absolutely genius with a brilliant punchline at the end. And then the last one, which is about a seance, uh, it all goes completely wrong and horrible and it's like quite scary. The two of them, the writing and acting, is just, it's just up there with the, the, the best it really is some of the best writing I've ever seen on yeah. the TV the two of them are, are complete geniuses um, like I said you'll probably be able to get the last three now but Nana's Party and Seance Time are the two are the two best ones are now definitely on demand right now Quality. Uh, also I, I my mother-in-law has watched this on my recommendation loved it so much I went out and bought her on Amazon I bought her that and Psycho sorry Series 1 of uh of inside number nine and yep. uh, series one and two of Psychoville, which is it's just brilliant. It's just some of the best writing on the BBC. Fantastic. It's an incredible series. They are phenomenally talented. Though, oh, it's the acting as well. It's just the characters they come out in mm. week after week. I mean, if anyone's seen League of Gentlemen, yeah, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But they're taking it to a different level now. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of League. Are now. you not? I do like it. Yeah, I do like it. <clears throat> I, I I find it a little bit uncomfortable. No, not no, that. Okay. I, I just think it's. I. I Again, it sounds really harsh, but it sounds a little. I feel I, I find it personally a little bit one note. Right. But I love the writing. I think that I think the, the jokes and the, the yeah. setups and the situations <coughs> are, fun, are are just brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but I think the characterisation is a little bit one note. But I, I do appreciate it. Yeah. I, I really really do. Well, I mean, I mean, and I love the fact that these guys are still working. Oh, I mean, League of Gentlemen's wicked. Don't get me wrong. I'm a massive fan of League of Gentlemen. I always believe it got better as it went on because what they what they what they did is they phased out the the sort of canned laughter right. which they had in the first season and the season two. But by season three, it was quite very dark season three was but there was no can laughter and it yeah. was made even better but when these two went on their own and done Psychoville which is a wicked wicked mystery mm. uh, revolving around a, a mental hospital uh, and, and it was they, they was really they make horror 
they make real nasty horror. They know their horror so well, mm. but they, they cake it in comedy as well, which makes it even more disturbing. Yeah. It's, uh, a, it's a tricky <clears throat> blend to, uh, to to cook well. Well, I, I think. think we always say horror comedy is one of the most difficult yeah. things to do. Absolutely. I couldn't uh, agree and, and these two are just, they are experts at it now. Mm. Uh, so Psychoville, very much worth watching. Uh, more, so, more so than Inside Number Nine, personally. Yeah. But Inside Number Nine, if you just want a half hour of brilliant entertainment you can't get any better than it it sounds almost a bit Twilight Zone-ish yeah 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 definitely yeah yeah, yeah I, I'll go with that yeah I mean cool. you, you have some proper laugh out loud moments in this and there's some proper moments of horror as well cool so yeah all of oh, them are man. really good it, I'm, I'm massively surprised it's the first I've ever heard I can't of it. believe yeah well this is what I'm trying to tell people about it maybe it's because I only watch shows about people building cars well it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, that's true it's, it's criminally undersold it's on BBC 2 at 9 o'clock on a Tuesday but right. it's, it's hardly ever advertised what's a fucking death slot that yeah, is. it's criminally underused, uh, undersold, I should say, mm. and uh, no one, no one knows about it. So mm. this, you know, this is a little, this is a proper little gem, everyone. This yeah. is a, this is a, this is a nine out of ten. Excellent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All day long. Yeah. Inside number nine out of ten. Yeah. Inside number nine out of ten. Lovely. What would yeah, you yeah. give it to a review? Uh, sheer genius. Excellent. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so inside number nine available now uh, on BBC iPlayer. Yeah, the, oh, I, I reckon. The last three episodes. I am getting on that. Especially Nana's Party. If that's on there, record it and watch it. I'm telling you, you will crack up. It's I'm on that. Wicked. I'm on that like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> uh, I was going to say something, but I won't say it. Uh, okay, that, that's cool. That's a fantastic little review. Uh, so we do a little bit of housekeeping. Yeah, okay, why not? Uh, I have watched a guest. Oh, wicked. Okay. I, watched, I loved it, Cole. Yeah. It was brilliant. It was exactly, it was everything that I wanted. Excellent. I, and... Uh, the, the thing is I, I sat down and watched it with Natalie right and uh, she usually won't watch anything that I watch but mm-hmm. put the phone down we both sat there like we said right no interruptions watch this film phenomenal yeah. loved it um, amazing he's soundtrack. great isn't he the he, soundtrack he's lovely he's great I, I, the thing is I, I had I've of all the characters all the people in there apart from um, what's his name uh, Lance not Lance Henriksen uh, Lance Reddick yeah, I didn't know anyone in that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I've never watched Down to Downton Abbey. I haven't seen it follows yet. Um, so yeah, of course, because it's the woman, yeah, the, yeah, the daughter the, the, in that. Ma- Monroe. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, she's lovely, um, she? she? Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and uh, incidentally, I've just found she's been cast in the um, the sequel to Independence Day. Oh, okay. As the uh, as the daughter of the president. Oh, okay. Which irks me a little bit because uh, May Whitman. Uh, what played the, the, daughter. Uh, the daughter right and she didn't get cast oh, okay I'm guessing because she's because uh, she's in, quite hot property now this new one yeah maybe and, and maybe because the powers that be might think she's like hotter yeah yeah, so yeah okay but yeah. I've got a little soft spot for May Whitman I yeah. think she's alright um, yeah so that hurt me a little bit but, but yeah Maker on Road really good in this the, the little brother really good yeah in yeah yeah and, uh, the whole family were good Dan really, Stevens it's Dan, Dan Stevens Dan Stevens that's it phenomenal yeah. he yeah. was awesome in this yeah he's evil wasn't he yeah, yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of dread around him he's yeah like, he's, he's, he's cool as well he's cool yeah, yeah. It's, nice, it's nice to see like an evil like blonde haired blue eyed person <laughs> yeah. in a film like, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Hitler would have liked him there's <laughs> someone I can aspire to be like <laughs> uh, so yeah if I was giving I'd give that a Properly strong eight, yeah. maybe. I think I gave it an eight. Knocking on the door a nine. Yeah, oh, I loved it. I recommend oh, it to loads of people. Yeah, yeah. So um, they've got that lovely eighties feel and that synth, that synth soundtrack to it. Yes. It's incredible. Yeah, it absolutely is. I, I loved it to bits. Oh, uh, brilliant. Other things I, I've been doing is uh, Game of Thrones season whatever up to now. Yeah, the, no, I've, now I've, I've recorded them all. I haven't watched them yet. I like to do them in big chunks. Yes, uh, it's very good. I'm not going to spoil okay. anything. Here. Okay. Um, bits not slower, but. The, the one of the things that I don't like about Game of Thrones yeah. is that you always know that there's 
potentially building up to like a big oh fuck moment. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't. Have you got not got that yet? Well, I don't feel that that's what they're trying to do right. with this. Okay. It's paced differently. Yeah. And it's paced much more to my liking, and okay. I'm really enjoying. Oh, okay, wicked. Um, and one thing that I will recommend this little scattershot top tip is that it's actually um, they simulcast it over here than they do in America. Right. So you can actually set it to record at like I don't know, like two o'clock in the morning. Right. Whenever like on a Sunday. Sorry, on a Monday morning. Yeah. So you don't have to wait until nine o'clock. Oh, okay. Uh, like Monday night yeah, to watch yeah. it. So set your Sky Plus box or your Virgin box for uh, like two o'clock in the morning, whenever it's on. Yeah. On Monday, so then you can watch it as soon as you get back. Oh, from there's, work. there's a tip. Um, so you don't get anything spoiled for you. Sweet. So there's my little tip. Yeah, because that is spoilerific on the on the uh, all media. They yes. they love spoiling that show, don't they? Yeah, Jesus I don't Christ! Know why? Oh no! Like one way to drive. Like people away from yeah. the website, yeah, yeah, and it's one yeah, thing you'll never get from the sketch shot is spoilers ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> even though we fucked Avengers completely, uh, and thanks for your feedback on everyone telling us to stop doing that. Uh, what have you, what have you been uh, uh, Alien Isolation? Oh, yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. That was uh, it's stressful, very stressful, Alan. Yeah, I'm, uh, I sat there, I was just, I just thought it's, it's gonna kill me. This guy, it's yeah. literally gonna give me a heart attack. It's uh. I mean, I love the, the design of the of the ship, uh, the the working Joes, the lighting, the graphics, mm. just the size of it, yeah. uh, the, and the sound design is is in, just when the alien first comes down the event, and just after it sort of disappears, the, the, the music after that, as you're just walking around the, down some stairs, it's just horrific. I was like, oh, I'm yeah. not sure how much of this I can take. And he's like, <laughs> I've only, I've, he's only, the alien's only just appeared. Yeah, like and ten minutes later, I'm like, oh. God, I, I, I told you, didn't I? I told you, you, you turn it off a few times before you yeah, see the Yeah, yeah, I turn. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah it's uh, creepy as fuck. There's um, there's there was one, there's one bit in it that um, and it's funny you mentioned the design. I forgot to say this in my review where um, you basically go into a, it's like a stairwell, like right. a, a big ass stairwell. Yeah. Basically, and you go around, and as you go around, there's windows on the corner, yeah. and you can see the um, what's the name of the first ship? That you're oh, on? the the the. Uh, uh, the Torrens. The Torrens, thank you. Yeah. And you can see that just all fucked up. All fucked just, up because of the explosion. Yeah, just sort of like floating about. Yeah, yeah that's lovely. Though. Uh, yeah, and I just, every Stop, now and again. Yeah, just have a look. Yeah, just, just looking around looking the windows. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I've done that as have well. You done, have you leaned? Do you know how to lean? Yeah, lean, yeah, yeah. You press so L1 and then yeah, sort of get yeah, yeah. And I've been doing, I, I used to do that a lot. So like, you know, just get just like look around a window. And yeah. Just just look at shit. Just yeah. look at the, and space is beautiful. Yeah, you know? yeah. They, it, they've really spent a lot of time on that. It genuinely feels like you're on a ship yeah. floating in the middle of Fucking nowhere. nowhere. Yeah, and you're on your own. You <laughs> yeah. are completely isolated. isolated yeah. With an alien. <laughs> yeah, oh. an alien, those horrible working Joes are creepy as fuck as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, the alien's just grim as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Uh, yeah. What a, what a game. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've turned it off a couple of times. I'm like, oh, I don't know. And the other game I've got is that bloody Evil Within, which is no less stressful. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna stick with Alien Isolation, but, oh, God, I'll be dead before I get to the end, I reckon. <laughs> I want a Jurassic Park Isolation. Oh, that would be good, wouldn't it? That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be well good. Yeah, yeah nice. Velociraptors. Yeah. And that, that the spitty thing. Yeah, that thing. That's the worst thing, Where isn't it? We've got Newman from, uh, yeah. from Seinfeld. Ah, ah, ah. He didn't say the magic word. Um, yeah, so uh, I think that's, a, that's yeah. enough housekeeping. Yeah. We're done. I think we're, we're, we're banging on the edge of this podcast now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. 
Yeah, thank thanks you very much. indeed for listening. Uh, maybe next couple. Of, I hope in the next couple of weeks. Oh, I, unless my back goes again, we'll be fine. I think we'll be good. Uh, or unless I'm in Sweden. Oh uh, yeah, you got, got a <laughs> marathon coming up. Well, haven't you? Well, yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll work. We'll work around our, our schedules. But hopefully next yeah. week we will be returning triumphant for episodes. 67 and then following that 68 and then following that what's happening after that Alan? 69 oh, bring it how you doing <laughs> oh yeah have you come to fix my photocopier <laughs> bitch um, yeah so we'll, we'll be uh, returning very shortly for the following episodes we've got loads of good stuff coming up and uh, well I think that's enough for episode 66 definitely 66 no more um <laughs> My name's been Alan Porter. <laughs> I'm Colin Briscoe. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Well, Mr. Burns had done it. The power plant had won it. With Roger Clemens clucking all the while. Mike Sosha's tragic illness made us smile. While Wade Boggs lay unconscious on the barroom tile. We're talking softball. From Maine to San Diego. Talking softball. Manningly and Conseco. Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw Steve Sachs and his running with the law We're talking Homer Ozzy and the straw We're talking softball From Maine to San Diego Talking softball Mattingly and Conseco Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw Steve Sachs and his running with the law. We're talking Homer, Ozzy and the Straw.